This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkas on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Welcome back to Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balkas, with Omar Saleh, and this is Future Talk, ladies and gentlemen. And it is Monday, August 31st, 2020. It is the last. Day of the month and it's the second day of school. Hope you guys are having a great second day of school. We got a lot of text messages in yesterday saying school was great and the online courses were awesome. But as school is coming, you're going to want to search a lot of things on the internet, and that's where Apple is coming in because Apple may soon launch its very own search engine. Can you imagine using any other search engine apart from Google? Honestly, I don't know if Apple could do the catch, you know? I don't know mm. if Apple could win this sector. I mean, Microsoft had Bing, but Apple mm-hmm. had nothing. Absolutely. So now Apple wants to join into the search engine race a little bit late, but <laughs> let's see what they got in store for us. Speaking of races, we're going to also be talking about Tesla because they are actually rolling out a software update that allows its car's cameras to see speed limit signs. So if Tesla's were to do auto autopilot right here in the UAE, they'll be able to see all the speed limits, so they're not going to be catching any radars for their owners. Yes, Amnia. What if I told you you would get paid $1,000 to digitally detox in Mother Nature? Nature, just all you have to do is detox for $1,000. You can't have any phones, you can't have any Nothing. laptops. This is definitely a debate I want to get into with Hani. I'm willing to give you those $1,000 if you could live without your phone mm. uh, for a day or two. But coming up on Future Talk as well, we have an application that will celebrate back to school with all those who are interested in learning Arabic or teaching their children how to read and write in Arabic. One application will be giving all of us that little bit of a push to enjoy learning our mother language. That's very awesome. I mean, I love applications that ha- actually uh, teach and education. Education applications are one of the greatest and, and most purposely made. But we're to also going to be talking about how a Japanese company successfully tested a manned flying car for the first time. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Omnia, Omnia and I have always speculated that soon enough we will be seeing the flying car and today is that day. Yes, indeed. Lots and lots is in store right here on Future Talk. So please keep Pulse95 locked. And we just want to remind you that we are also live on YouTube. So if you want to see the behind the scenes of Future Talk, you can go ahead and head on to our YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio. But keep Pulse95 locked because our shows, our segment is going to keep you entertained throughout the day. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. I think if we ever thought of a question to ask, Google is definitely the guy we would always go to. And Apple is getting a little jealous from everyone reaching out to Google to answer their questions. So Apple is deciding to work on its very own search engine in an attempt to take over Google. Now, the tech giant Google is definitely paying billions of dollars for Apple to be their default search engine on devices. And uh, whenever we're talking about Siri, actually Apple brought Bing as a default search engine in 2013 and Google had to pay a lot more to be able to secure that deal in 2017. But that deal between Apple and Google is coming to an end very soon. Yes, Omnia. Now, Apple wants to wants to not 
outsource their search engines but have it mm. in-house. And Apple has actually listed many jobs for search engine engineers. As per the report, the company has actually already updated its web crawlers to rank search results mm-hmm. with inf- information. Now, Google has already actually faced a lawsuit in antitrust for putting the search choice screen on setup for an Android device. But the Android users do get an option for different search engines, but the default is always Google. Now, this is going to be different because when it's Apple, you only have the choice of using Apple's yes. search engine. Now, we all know that Apple definitely takes uh, the privacy of its users very seriously. And an Apple search engine will definitely change this market completely because since it cares about the privacy of its users, it will definitely assure all of us a safe browsing experience. And we mm-hmm. all know with Google, they're constantly tra- tracking your search history. They're selling that information mm-hmm. to third parties, which explains why a lot of the times if you look up a certain car, you'll find ads about that car popping oh. up on your social media platforms. Y- yes, Omnia. And a fun fact, after the web browser Google Chrome, which is the most used web browser in the world, yeah. after that mm-hmm. comes Safari. So, if you have Safari being implemented with Apple's search engine, you're going to have the second most search engine. So, it comes to it comes to a thought. Now, we had Yahoo, which already was yeah. was gone. We had Ask. I don't know if you remember Ask.com. Not Ask. Really. Com I know for, Bing, but not Ask. Ask.com was for a while one of the tops. We have we had Google. Google is now the top. Bing, and also we were looking at DuckDuckGo, yes. which was coming up. But now it seems like Apple wants to in-house everything, and that's what we've been seeing since last year. We've been seeing that their chips—they don't want to use Intel chips anymore. Mm-hmm. They want to use their own chips. They want to use their own chips on their devices. They're trying to do everything in-house and be a, basically a powerhouse for all devices, all services. Absolutely. So they're trying to be very independent and taking that independence to, from manufacturing of the chips to even their very own own search engine let us know would you betray google and use apple's search engine this is definitely a question that honestly brings a lot of curiosity to my mind because i personally don't think as much as i love apple i don't think Mm. i would ever leave apple for google or leave google for an apple search engine see for me on my phone i actually have a google chrome app i don't use a safari app i use google chrome because Mm. i have everything on synchronized from Mm. my google chrome to my Google Chrome on my phone. So I probably wouldn't change. I would try it out, but I wouldn't change. But speaking about software, Omnia, speaking about updates, let's talk about Tesla Mm -hmm. and how they're rolling out a software update to actually let its car's cameras see speed limit signs. So let's say you're driving in Sharjah and the speed limit goes from 80 all the way to 60. Your Tesla car will see that, recognize that, and then adjust the speed limit based on the speed limit sign. Yes, indeed. So Tesla is actually pushing for a software update that will let the autopilot system detect all the speed limit signs using their cameras. Now, this is going to be very handy for all those owners who want to use autopilot, but are worried about all those radars catching their Teslas speeding up. When the camera detects a speed limit sign, it will be displayed on the driver's screen and uh, the, the car itself will adjust itself to that speeding limit warning. Now, the latest software update has also added uh, its traffic light and stop sign control features. So this is allowing your Tesla to sit at a spotlight 
when it's red and to actually go when the spotlight turns green. And it's only intended as a notification, so it's up to the driver to decide whether and when to actually move the car forward. Yes, Omnia, and the traffic light and stop sign control feature was actually made available to Tesla vehicles with the full self-driving version of autopilot. And when activated, it does actually slow the car to stop for stoplights and stop signs. Mm -hmm. But see, it does require the driver to take action either by tapping the accelerator or pulling the autopilot stock before the car can move forward. But Elon Musk did promise that Teslas would be fully autom uh, autonomous by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. But we're not there yet, and Tesla does still need humans behind the wheel. Now, the full self-driving package, which does start around $7,000, Omnia. So you can buy a Tesla that doesn't have that full uh, dr uh, full dr driving capability. Yes. Yeah. But if you want it, you're going to have to pay an extra $7,000. I mean, it is a price I'm willing to pay. I don't know about everyone else. So let us know. 4215-DOR-TESALAT or sign into our DMs at Pulse95Radio. I'm looking forward to finding Teslas being completely autopilot, hopefully with no car crashes on the road, because that's definitely been a very big worry for all those who own Teslas. Um, let us know your thoughts. But coming up on Future Talk, we have a very interesting challenge coming up. Challenge would, with money. Challenge with money, exactly. Would you get paid or would you would you be willing to accept a $1,000 gift if you were to do a digital is it a, detox? Is it a gift if you worked for it? <laughs> You didn't work for it. Yeah, you you're re you relaxed for it. No, you didn't relax. Yes, you did. No, but I, to many people, this is not a relaxation. Exactly. Being without your phone. After a long day, Omnia, you lay in bed and what do you do to relax? Scroll on Instagram. Exactly. So let <laughs> but, us know. But little do you know, this actually causes a lot more anxiety. Eh. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's, deba because, it's debatable. <laughs> because I'm ready to fight with you on this one. <laughs> All right, we'll see. 4215, would you get paid $1,000 to stop using your phone? Let us know. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. This is a challenge that I am challenging everyone tuning into us right now, including you, Hani. Digital Detox. Ver uh, what am I trying to say? Digital Detox for a thousand dollars. I I would be the one to give it to you since we're not based in the U.S. But can you? Are you up for the challenge? And can you actually get through? Almost three days with no phone, no laptop, no Netflix, no social media platforms, and not even a single call. You're just one with nature. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is <laughs> yeah, easy. Yeah, right. It is easy. Now, Now, obviously, Omnia, we've seen a lot of uh, reports that screen time on our devices and on our laptops skyrocket. Especially during Ever since COVID-19 COVID pandemic started and a lot of us were in quarantine. And then thus, it does kind of create a reaction to people who call us. They want to they want to get out of the, their home. They want to go out and they want to do stuff. Now, in the U.S., Omnia, uh, a lot of people have been saying that RV sales and rentals were skyrocketing in 2020. Mm -hmm. Now, who doesn't know what an RV is? It's basically a remote home. You can kind of pick it up and go to the desert, sit it back, sit it back down. You have your house, kitchen, you have your uh, bedroom, kitchen, uh, bathroom. Everything you want is in that little bit trailer. So a lot of people have been doing that. And then it just comes to the mind. What if 
$1,000 for a three-day weekend with no phone. Now, before we get into it, Omnia, <laughs> would you do it? Would you be able to do it? Uh, I don't know. The thing is, I'd love to do it, but I don't know if I can actually get through three days on my own in nature. I mean, t- granted, it's definitely great time to spend alone. A lot of the times we think we're on our own, but whenever we're scrolling through social media, even if it's aimlessly, it does eat up on your mind. And you're constantly Mm. consuming content. Your eyes are getting fatigued. Your brain is fatigued. Mm. You may be sucked into comparing your life with others that you find on your timeline or on your newsfeed. So I definitely feel like for every now and then, we all need a a digital detox, whether it was us going to an RV and spending time in nature, or Mm. even if it is just an hour or two booked out of our day to read a book, to color a paper, to do a workout, not necessarily uh, being on our phones. Now, now, Omnia, the company doing this is called Satellite Internet. And mm-hmm. what they're saying is that they'll have one random winner will get actually paid $1,000 to give up technology for a weekend and just go camp in an RV at a U.S. national park. And if that is you, Omnia, you'll actually rent an RV, which they'll reimburse you for it, and head to the national park campsite of your choice and the dates you choose. So obviously, there's not, a lot of freedom. There's a lot of freedom. And after you get your gas tank filled by the digital detox, they'll have you use a mobile hotspot or even hit the local gas station or cafe for some Wi-Fi on the third night. And then you'll share your experience online. So that's after three nights. You'll after get access three nights, you'll to get Wi-Fi. Access and you tell them what your experiences was. And they'll pay you $400 up front and the remaining $600 upon completion and you'll actually also get reimbursed for your rv rental your mobile hotspot and food so the only catch is omnium mm. that you won't be able to capture instagram worthy shots <laughs> on your phone or even tweet about how fresh the f- the smell of pine is no technology omnia is allowed but allowed beyond what you need to reach your destination safely but i feel at like at least until the third night i feel like that's not a catch that's the best part about it because a lot of the times we find ourselves even when we want to go and just have to have our own alone time in nature we're still posting on instagram we're still using that as content mm. for social media so would you do it easy you would yeah for it's sure e- easy I don't, I don't i don't mind it at all during quarantine I wasn't using my phone a lot. Anyways, you were gaming. I was gaming, but okay, same but thing. I, but I, I, I feel like I don't need to use my phone. But uh, can you not game and not use your phone yeah, or your laptop? What would you do? I use game because I game because to pass the time during quarantine. What but would you other, do? Other than that, Omnia, it would be very easy. Uh, camp. We're talking about a national park. I hope there's a river or a lake or a lagoon. I would probably go for uh, go, go swim a little bit, get my tan on. I've been white ever since quarantine. <laughs> uh, bring a couple of books I've been intending to finish. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 72 hours is a lot of time, Omnia, to read and, and catch up on whatever I want to do and meditate. Mm. And, you know, be one with yourself. I mean, there's a part of being one with nature, which yes. is awesome. But you want to be one with yourself. Now, I'll speak on my behalf. Mm. I've done a lot of self-discovering in quarantine, whether or not I was gaming or not. A lot of self-discovering. And I learned a lot about myself. Now, if you told me, Hani, in January 2020, they're two different people. In January 2020, I was a person and now I'm a person. And I could kind of blame it on the pandemic, on that time alone I had with myself Mm. and my thoughts. So any alone time to me now is spiritual and mental growth. So every time I'm alone, I do grow more and I like growing more. Now, going back to uh, not touching your phone. Uh, we kind of touch it out of habit, Omnia. Not That's because, the thing, yeah. Not because we want to touch it. But because I, you can be like, t- you, you could be and bored. And just tap. You want to see if anyone's talking to you. You want to see if any notification. 
And before the break, Omnia, you told me that it can cause anxiety. Instagram, mm-hmm. social media can cause anxiety. Now, a lot of reports and researchers and a lot of case studies do show, in fact, it can cause anxiety. But it depends who that person is. Now, for me, Omnia, when I'm on Instagram, I'm motivated. Mm. Why? Because the content I follow is motivating content. True. It's dua, uh, sp- spiritual things, law of attraction, motivation. So when I'm on Instagram, I w- I'm ready to fight the world. I'm ready to go <laughs> and be the person that I want to be. You're right. It's, it depends on what content do you yes. feed your mind. And even though, you know, being on Instagram, being on all those social media platforms can definitely be entertaining at times. It can give you motivation. I think a very simple way to get yourself at least an hour or two a day tech free Mm. would at least be whenever you're having your meal you don't need to have your phone out Mm. put your phone away enjoy that meal savor every bite not only will it help you not to overeat but it will also Mm. help you to just calm down your mind maybe enjoy a conversation Mm. or two with your family members whether it was you doing it with them face to face or even through any of the virtual chat platforms 100% correct Omnia it does uh, social media can cause anxiety can cause some mental illnesses and body shaming because Mm -hmm. Omnia UK lawmakers want to make a new law that states if any celebrity posts on Instagram there should be a disclaimer that that picture is edited Mm. UK lawmakers they want to do it if it's Kim Kardashian or Britney Spears whoever it is they want a caption that says hey this picture is edited this is not the real representation of this person you know what I think it's time for all of us to do a little bit of a summer cleaning for our social media accounts go ahead on your social media check who you follow and make sure that you're only following positive content exactly and content that you know will better who you are today let us know how do you do your own digital detox from time to time who knows I do it every hour I mean every day once a day at least for an hour I do it when I sleep (laughs) Come on. That's the easiest way to do it. Exactly. But you're still on your phone before you go to bed, don't don't you? No, I read a book and then I go to sleep. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let us know how do you digital detox coming up on Future Talk. We still have lots and lots in store for you all. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Every mother and every father living right here in the UAE or in any Arab world has always been trying to make learning our mother tongue, our mother language. Exactly. Did I say it right? Yes. And say it in Fusha? Yes. Okay. Where's the. Yes. And we have an app for that. Yes, we have an app to help all children love. Yes, I like the way it sounds. Let me tell everyone, Hani does not love uh, Fusha. Yeah, it's very hard. <laughs> it is quite hard. I find but it hard. App, but this app. But with this app, it's becoming easier. Yes. And, and now, what's the name of the app? EdTech. And it's helping young children learn Arabic. Yes, indeed. The Lemsa application yes. is actually an education app. And for those of you who don't know what Lemsa means, it means... Touch. Yes, a gentle touch. And the reason why uh, the app was named after a gentle touch is because... It's trying to encourage children to read and write in Arabic by using mm. games that are based on touch screens. And Omnia, what's amazing about this app? That it was based right here in the UAE, in the capital of Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Now, the idea was to create an Arabic language edutainment app. See, I like the word edutainment. Yes, because it's a mixture between education and entertainment. Yes, and he, the, the man who created this noticed that his young children were spending a considerable amount of time on their devices. So he thought... 
-hmm. Why not use some research and kind of have an Arabic-speaking app or Arabic teaching app to help kids across the globe use this app to learn Arabic? Now, the best part about it is that it's advertisement-free. So you're not going to be bombarded with ads left and right as your child tries to learn Arabic. And it focuses on children between the age of two and the age of eight using interactive Arabic stories, songs, games, and videos. And I mean, what kid does not love all four of those? The app aims to make screen time for children become a lot more meaningful and motivates them to read and learn in Arabic. Now, during COVID-19 lockdown, screen time was, as you mentioned, Danny, skyrocketing. There Through was, the roof. There was no way to limit how, it. How long did you get on screen time? I used to not even get the notifications. I muted that part of you, my phone. You, you won't believe it, Omnia. I was getting two hours. No way. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you why. Because the rest of your 24 hours were on gaming. No, they're also on Zoom with you, Amir, when we were, we were recording. <laughs> but but in, in general, uh, I, I'm, I'm saying that this Lemsa app, Omnium, mm-hmm. is amazing. You know why? Because we are looking at, and a lot of elderly people and the older generation, mm-hmm. call the generation before us, not even us, uh, who are coming after us. The iPad generation True And the smartphone applica- uh, generation I mean, we see kids and children They know how to function and use their way With their with their iPhones or with their iPads Or whatever type of touchable device they have In a second so, In a second yeah, And they take their, their phone and they're, and they're doing their own thing Now what if we could weaponize this <laughs> Weaponize a phone And let it teach them Arabic And teach them a lot of other things Now this is not the first time we brought an edutainment type of app on the show. We've seen a lot of apps come and teach children informational things. Now, even Omnia. Math, ma- science. Math, science. And even when we talked about the Indian boy who made that COVID the, the subway surfer. Yes, it COVID-19 was, game. Yeah, it was teaching kids about COVID as well. So I'm, I'm looking at this and it does follow, though, a subscription-based business model, mm-hmm. which is completely fine. You're going to pay $15 a month to watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to pay whatever $8 a month or $1 a month. It goes from three dirhams all the way to $8 a yeah, month in it, other markets. It depends on how or what features do you want the app to it's, get. It's reasonable. There is no, see, for me, Omnia, obviously there is no price on education. Yes, I agree or, with uh, that. Sometimes university fees in like Harvard, that those are, those are expensive. But yeah. there is no price on education, especially when you're teaching the youngins. Yes. You always have to, t- so we always know Omnia. Education comes with what? Foundation. <laughs> so when you have a great foundation when it comes to education with these children, Omnia, mm-hmm. they're going to grow up and be people like me. <laughs> <laughs> it took her a second It took her a second to understand what I was talking about. Yes. But no, in general, what, when, yes, when you so have what? that foundation and with good education, they're going to grow up to be doctors, engineers, whatever they want to be in life. <laughs> or maybe even like Hazal Mansouri, a space astronaut. You know what? They're just going to grow up knowing how to speak their mother tongue. Not and only honestly, that, in general. Yeah, I agree with you. But, but Omnia, this has been downloaded more than 17 million times, by the way. Yes, indeed. And that's because of all the different content that it has to offer. So there are different games and songs, as we mentioned. But the best part about it is that it's easily accessible. So there is the tap and play feature, which 
is why the app is also um, the one to choose if you have a younger kid. So from the age of two, they can go ahead and use this application with ease. The best part about it is that it also has smart recommendations. So it will suggest content that is in line with your child's interests, with your child's age, and with your child's Arabic ability. Now, they were also launching a 2020 summer camp, which I know we are back to school, but this camp may come in handy as well for all those youngsters. Um, there are sport activities, so there are different videos of sports that children can do in the comfort of their own home. There are different arts and crafts, mm. so you can get creative with your little one, as well as interactive videos that can teach your kids how to make food recipes at home in oh. the Arabic language. So they're not just teaching kids how to read and write in Arabic, but also how to converse in Arabic. So you can teach your kid, uh, you know, get me uh, one cup yeah. of sukkar, which is sugar, or yeah. get me uh, two tablespoons of halib, which is milk. Yeah, it's time for me, Omni, to get married and have a children, <laughs> have children now, since they'll be learning Arabic and they'll know how to cook. So Lamsa app inspired you. Inspired me to have a wife and children, and Fantastic. and and for them to for not them for my for my children to learn how to cook. But I'm just speaking about that summer camp and how we're back to school. Mm-hmm. Today was the first day I saw a school bus in like what five months, six no months. How, how long are we, are we into this pandemic? Six months, seven months. Oh, six months by now. Five months, around yes. five months. I haven't seen a school bus, and, and I got PTSD <laughs> when I saw that school bus because I remember that school bus means traffic. Oh yes. So, so when I looked at it, I started kind of like twitching a little bit. You know, my eye, my left eye was going a little bit crazy. Then I uh, saw it was empty and I was like, all right, they're I'm probably not, taking it somewhere. Yeah, I think especially right here in Sharjah, schools for the first two weeks are going fully online. So it's going to be a while till we see actual school buses. I start university today, which is something I'm not excited about. But Ladies let us know. Ladies and gentlemen, she starts her master's program. Yeah. She's not a little girl. No. She, <laughs> start university today. She's like, she's coming in. Like, yes, yeah, my first day of university. Freshman. There's, no, she's freshman. doing her master's. She has what, a year left? A year left. Yes. And then we'll have uh, the master's. Uh, master's. Uh, what do they call them? <laughs> So when you have a PhD, they call them doctors. Master is nothing. Hey, you're just (laughs) a master. You just you just finished your masters, I guess. Let us know how did your second day of school go. But coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be telling you all about the first flying car to hit the sky. I wonder if it goes vroom vroom. Oh god. Oh god. (laughs) Like a plane. Who knows? Four two one five dot slot. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're going to the skies. This is Pulse ninety five. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. In five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. This is your pilot speaking, and we're flying a car. Yeah, we're talking about cars, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, and how they're flying, and how a Japanese company has successfully tested a manned flying car for the first time. Now, a Jap- Japanese company has announced the successful test drive of a flying car. This is not cartoons that we're this talking about. This is not about. cartoons. This is real life. <laughs> this is in the Jetsons. And we're talking about the company, which is called SkyDrive, believe it or not, how they <laughs> conducted the public demonstration on August 25th. And the company did say in a news release at the Toyota test field, one of the largest in Japan, by the way, and it is home to the car company's development base. It was actually only the first public demonstration of a flying car 
in Japanese history. Yes, indeed. And right here in the UAE, we're lucky to have seen a very similar format of this. We talked about flying burgers about a year ago and how they have become a reality right here in the UAE. But those were using drones. What if we can have actual cars flying in the sky? Now, we need to acknowledge the fact that flying cars are definitely becoming a reality due to all of the advancements that we've been seeing in transportation, in technology, and in the internet of things. But SD03 is the world's smallest electric vehicle. It takes a, it takes about the space of two parked cars. So it's it's a good-sized car. And according to the company, it has eight motors. And that's mm. to ensure the safety of the car in emergency situations. Now, the thing that does come to mind, Omnia, is how... Is there going to be traffic lights in 20 years? Oh, that's How? a good one. And How can they we, not crash? Are we going to have problems in the sky, traffic in the sky? Are we going to have Omnia road rage in the sky? <laughs> yes. This one, I can... <laughs> hey, boo. <laughs> It's I weird. Can, it's like he's like, no, no. You, yeah. It flies on top of you, then comes back down. True. Can you? How or, can you have lanes in the sky, though? Exactly. This how is, can I, everyone know which lane are they in? So I mean, it's it looks weird to me, but but Omnia. By the way, I want to tell you something. Mm-hmm. You know what's something crazy? In the U.S., Omnia, you can get your pilot license at 16 years old. You can be certified and trained to fly a pit plane at 16 years old. And a lot of countries, Omnia, you have to be 18 to drive a car. Yeah, including the UAE. We have 16 to, to fly a plane, but 18, 18 to, to drive a car. But you know what? So I'm wondering, I- how, how old do you have to be to drive this, <laughs> to fly this? Well, that's an interesting one. It's somewhere in the, it's somewhere so, in between. So you know they, why, instead though? Instead of a driver's license, are they just saying, hey, do you have your pilot license on you? Ooh, I think so. I You do need to be... You need to have some form of knowledge of mm. how to pilot a plane for you to be able to drive a flying car. But I personally feel like, um, especially when it comes to flying, uh, no, but you still need the age. You, can, you can't be reckless while driving. That's the thing. And I feel like if you're 16, driving a plane, are you really as mature as you would be at 18? Like, like Omnia, imagine you can't, like you, you're, you're in the car parking lot, Omnia. You see me in this heat. And like I'm coming down. Oh, hi, Omnia. Future talk. You know, like I like I like I hover down, Omnia. Like I hover, hover down. I hit, down. I hit it. I take off my helmet. I bring out my laptop bag. I'm like, hey, you ready? Let's go. <laughs> and, and I just walk around. Like nothing. Ha- like it's all chill. No traffic. No, no traffic, traffic up in air. But the best part about it, there's no parallel parking. In uh, yeah, you just hover down. Wherever you are, you just. I wonder. I wonder what the sound is like when you lock it. Oh my god. Oh, hey, what if you need a horn? What kind of how does that I mean it's very interesting to me like like and it looks super duper cool. I love the design of the car and the best part about it is that they're trying to make flying cars become the norm by 2023. Oh. So that's like 3 it's years. Like I'm saving from, up some money. Less than 3 years. Can you imagine? Now, as of now, there has been no price announced. So we don't know how expensive this flying car is going to be, but it's definitely something I'm excited to witness because hopefully it'll cut down on all You know the what I'm excited about, Omnia? <laughs> the halftime show. The only place to be at 3 with Omar Adouri. Now, Omar, before we get started on what you're doing, would you like to fly a car? I would like to try it out, yeah. Yeah, me too. Flying cars. Flying cars. Yeah. It's supposed to be a thing by 2023. That soon. That soon. Yeah, a Japanese it's me- company. It's already out. They already public publicly demonstrated it. It'll be, d- uh, what's it called, normalized by 2023. Yeah. Wow. Would Leah, would Leah survive? Who's Leah? Who's Leah? <laughs> 
Leah, the car, his car. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I'll had introduce you to her later. I had She's the same cool. thought. <laughs> yeah. No, Leah's uh, Leah's precious. How does she roar? I mean, you you have to try her out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I like anyway, that. this conversation is going other places. But what I will say to you is, on today on the halftime show, one of the things we talk about a lot is mental health. I love mental health. How does sports or a certain type of exercise help mental health? That's what we're Martial talking about. Martial arts. I, Very good, Omnia. You checked out Instagram Live. I like. I, I'm, I want to tell you something. Tell Speaking me. about mental health and how sports does help mental health, I'm when I'm feeling down, mm-hmm. I'll go on the treadmill and do an hour High and fifteen. Five. I love running. Hour. I, I don't. Good. I don't run. I just put on some music. You know, and I'll that's put, running. I'll, I'll put, no, what is running. that? Jogging? Just, no, no. It's <laughs> speed. They add speed the walking, and I'll <laughs> I'll put the elevation up a little yeah. bit. But I like it. That's a talent, though. I, I'm not a good runner, to be honest. But, but, I love, but, ra- especially when you're mad. Mm. Oh, it no! I'll hit a bag. If if I want to, if I'm mad, <laughs> I'll hit a boxing bag. But you know, Amar, uh, when in martial arts and a lot of combat sports, they always tell you don't use that anger. So I, I'm I'm mm. interested to see how that comes in play. Correct. To not use your anger, but you but we do it to release anger. I'm Very gonna, good. I'm gonna let my brother tune in because he uses all of his karate skills on us. So I'm I'm the testing <laughs> dummy. <laughs> And I'm not happy about it. What an it. amazing test and dummy to have, though. I don't have one of those. Do you have one of those, honey? Yeah. <laughs> Who's your testing dummy? His sister. My sister. Oh, really? His poor sister. And Mikey. And Mikey from Afternoon Karak. <laughs> Mikey's the man. man. Yeah. I'll just go. I'll like, come in like, pa, pa, pa. Like, right in his arm. <laughs> so much to look forward to in just a few moments. So keep all 95 locked because the halftime show will keep you entertained for the next little bit. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Only here on Pulse. 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.